0: How's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? All right. Are you, are you, is everyone okay? Yeah. <laughs> I need to ask that up front. Is everyone feeling okay? Because the world is kind of a shitstorm right now.
1: I'm There's good. a pr- protest just down the road from me right now. Oh, wow. I can't hear it. But... Well,
0: he well good. I'm glad everyone's okay. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I mean, you know, all things considered. Yeah. I'm healthy, and I live in the middle of nowhere, so there's no protests going on around That's me, so. Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> Yeah. I'm fine. I got a COVID antibody test the other day. It's negative. That's good. That's, cool. kinda, that's bad. I wanted <laughs> to have had it already. Yeah, you want it.
2: the antibodies, yeah. Yeah, we did one for my son, too. We thought he was sick, and he came back negative. It's so. cool. It's going around. Yeah. My brother, though, in New York got a positive one. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Was he, did he feel sick at any point?
2: Well, he said he was terribly sick. And, oh, okay. and I think February, he said he felt he was going to die. But he's, he's fine now. And so he's going to just take that letter and laminate it and carry it around everywhere.
0: But, <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. When did you first fall in love with metal? I went to this record store and I was going to get the new Journey album and there was like an older kid there and he's
2: like don't get that man get this and he gave me the Ozzy Osbourne blizzard of Oz where
1: else can these kids go where they come somewhere and they all feel a sense of you know
2: this is our thing you know let me tell you something about Slayer fans they look like the extras from Lord of the Rings they came out of nowhere under the ground (laughs)
0: Yeah. The passion and the darkness.
2: The
1: evil of the music.
3: You know what marriage is like? Marriage is like, you ever go to a concert and you see a mosh pit, and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go get in that mosh pit. But then once you get in it, you're like, I
0: do not want to be in this mosh pit. we would in a wrestling match. Lemmy or God? Lemmy.
3: Uh,
4: God. Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God.
0: Alrighty. Well, welcome back to Somewhere in Time, everybody. Somewhere in Time podcast. Somewhereintimepodcast.com is where you find us online. Get to all of our goodies there. Get to our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram. YouTube as well. Yeah, we recently did a cover of Alice in Chains. Uh, we Die Young. That was fun. That's up there. You can find that. Yeah. Um, we're working on another cover right now. Hopefully, by the time this episode airs, actually, that will be out, too. So, uh, Hopefully slayer skeletons of society and hey speaking of slayer well before i get into that let's do some introductions (laughs) here so i'm eric as usual uh we've got tim here say hello hello joe's here hello and keith is not here but in his place we have a special guest i'd like to welcome back to the program we had him on last year say hello to greg gonzalez everybody hello hello (laughs) how's it going greg
2: All right. It's good. I'm glad to be here in the bunker.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So this episode, uh, we're going to discuss three more albums from 1990. So we've got uh, Seasons in the Abyss by Slayer, Time's Up by Living Color, and Here Comes Trouble by Scatterbrain. So uh, where shall we start? I think... Living Color? I don't know. I was thinking Scatterbrain. Scatterbrain? Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't I mean
1: popularity way. wise, this probably makes more sense. Didn't we should probably True. figure this out before we start? <laughs> well,
0: you know. No, this is more natural. This is more. It'd be more easy. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't care. What do you guys think? Scatterbrain? Okay. All right. We'll start with scatterbrain.
3: Okay. Sounds good. Do it.
0: Um play a little bit of this. Hopefully it doesn't blow your eardrums out.
1: Sounds great out here. <laughs>
0: I like This is a good segue, because there were some gang vocals just then. This band really likes gang vocals. Yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) They're like the kings of gang vocals. Um, So uh, anyway, Scatterbrain is uh, Tommy Christ on vocals, Glenn Cummings on guitar, Paul Nida on guitar, uh, let's see, Guy Brogna on bass, and Mike Boyko on drums.
3: Scatterbrain are basically Ludacrist. Yes. Renamed.
0: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did a Ludacrist album in, was that 88? 88, we yeah. Them? We
3: did Power Trip. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is like Ludacrist Mark Two, basically.
3: Yeah. This is probably... <laughs> better, I think, but... Yeah, I think it's better. Well, I'm I would guessing... say
0: it's the best thing Tommy Christ has done, right? <laughs> this but, album. Yeah,
3: probably so. I'm guessing they figured Ludacrist wasn't getting them many record sales, like the title of the the band. <laughs>
0: Yeah. the name of the band yeah probably <laughs> but yeah <laughs> this, this album, is a really good album yeah produced by paul nieder which is the guitar player too and oh. tom soars apparently and greg and i were text- texting a little bit about this album and he was asking about the the sound because greg you said it sounded like um what was it one of the albums that oh. we talked about last year
2: Oh, oh, Best Wishes by the chromax I think the drum sound is really similar. So I was wondering yeah. if it might have been the same studio. I mean, do they have a hardcore connection possibly? So uh, do you have any idea? Because I couldn't find it online anywhere. What, what, what studio was
0: recorded Do you own this, Tim? I do.
3: I'd have to dig
2: it up.
0: Oh, okay. Well, maybe you had. I should have planned <laughs> this better.
3: Yeah, it's it's back there
1: somewhere in
3: amongst yeah. that.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so,
1: what are you looking for? The, where it was produced?
0: Where it was yeah. recorded? Like with a studio, what studio was recorded? Yeah, we could. Yeah, they find had, it they don't
1: have a lot of info easily found. Yeah, no, they games. don't. Now, right. when I tried yeah. to get their uh, their third album, I remember that was even a hard just to find the album. I had to get the CD off of Discogs, I think. Yeah, and you know, which it, that's actually pretty easy compared to having to find an album thirty years ago. But yeah, um, right. yeah. <laughs> It was not. It it couldn't just stream it anywhere. Right, right. So they're um they're pretty obscure I would I would guess you could say from even f- considering what we usually talk about.
0: Yeah, I think so. I know, I mean I know a handful of friends who know about them, but I'm not like, you know, I don't know a lot of people who are huge Scatterbrain fans.
3: Well, according to Wikipedia in Australia, Don't Call Me Dude was a top 20 pop single. <laughs> 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 so in australia if you said they're huge in australia yeah like people might be like oh yeah don't call me dude
0: yeah. and that's well, that, the
3: only place that happens i guess
0: i mean that was the hit quote unquote yeah this album. Yeah, I mean, yeah that was still probably my favorite song on the album too quite frankly yeah i don't know i mean i, I like the album but i wasn't like listening back this is probably the first time i've heard this album in its entirety in i don't know 15 oh, years something at like least that. yeah um <laughs> You know, there's some goofy songs that don't really. I mean, you know,
1: they're, they're not a very serious band. Well, be. no, I know that. It's kind <laughs> of like the guar,
0: the guar discussion we had a couple episodes ago. Yeah. But, you know, like they haven't aged well, but at the same time, it's like they're they're kind of a goofy band. So, like um, Mr. Johnson and the Juice Crew. That's. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. what
3: oh, What is he talking about? I can't that figure it out. Borderline guar lyrics on that one. Yeah,
0: pretty much.
2: I, I have a I have a visceral memory of buying this album when it came out. And then, like returning it pretty quickly to the record store because I just didn't like it. (laughs) Wow! Because there, there was just like too many. I was trying to like out of like the like at least like half of the songs on the album were like kind of goopy songs. Like yeah, there's like, and so for me like that works for like a throwaway song at the end of an Anthrax album or something like that. But a whole like I had trouble taking them seriously. But I will say though, going back to the album though. Like, because I haven't listened to them since I sold it back.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> 30 years.
2: <laughs> is, uh, I appreciate it a lot more. Like, the, uh, certainly the quality of musicianship, although, oh, yeah. like, you know, it's all over the place, but, like, you know, there's, there's some wild guitar and all instrument work on here on every level. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. The, uh, the little, um, so not a number three thing. That's got some really great guitar playing in it.
2: Well, oh, that could be like on a Paul Gilward or Inve Mountstien album. Yeah, but it, it yeah, totally it doesn't does. belong
0: here. Right, <laughs> it is kind of out of nowhere. <laughs>
2: it's
0: like what? Where did that come from?
2: Yeah. Well, it's a cover. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know that.
2: (laughs) But that, like, is such a bizarre thing to mix with, like, the gang vocal, like, kind of... New York City hardcore kind of sound of a lot of the stuff that I really like the best on the album, the double bass stuff that's going on like that. Yeah. That, that is my favorite stuff. But then all of a sudden, you know, you have e My Eye by Cheech and Chong for some reason. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, I was going to say that actually one of my notes was that the drummer drummer loves double bass, doesn't he? Like, he mean, does, yeah. I had no problem with it, but it's oh, all yeah. the, Like that and gang vocals are the two like things I, I pulled from this album. <laughs> like, they love double yeah. bass. They love gang vocals.
1: This was another album that I I think listening through headphones, like good headphones, finally and benefits the album because I I couldn't really hear what the bass was doing until I listened to it again, mm-hmm. and I'm not surprised that he's really good too, seeing as all the musicians in this band are very good. But there was a lot of stuff I'd missed over the years,
0: couldn't hear until now. Yeah, it's funny. So. I'd say that the, the least talented musician is probably the singer. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he doesn't have a. I mean, you know, for the, for what they do, his voice is fine. He's it's, it's funny. So, you know, but. The uh, you
2: know, other weird thing is like, what, what band would you pair Scatterbrain with for a tour? You know? Right. I looked yeah, it up question. online to see who they were touring with. And when they, they had, I think it's their, their opening band when they were a headliner was Ugly Kid Joe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. I can see that. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, Maybe they're like, kind
2: of a silly band, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Green, green Jello yeah that uh,
3: <laughs> maybe like more <Mordred, laughs> yeah, similar got...
1: yeah
0: yeah because yeah. a lot of stuff kind of has a funk base going on so maybe like a mordred type band
2: i, I like that right. part that's like a faith, no kind of, a faith no more kind of they have a faith no more kind of feel for some stuff too like anthrax faith no mm-hmm. more stuff that i like on the stuff i liked yeah yeah and some suicidal too definitely suicidal. certainly for that part and dude when it breaks down is like institutionalized but yeah. You know? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I can see that.
0: Yeah, well, we've been talking about Don't Call Me, Dude. We should play a little bit of that. I mean, that's yeah, probably their, again, their biggest hit. You can't really, they don't really have a hit. Well, in Australia, they have it. In Australia. Hit, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great riff.
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Today I leave the cycle war time six. That killed a man.
0: play the end because that's the funny that's part so I got where I am but this ain't
4: where it ends the doctors said they cured me I said goodbye to my crazy friends I was smiling as I left that place my life my life had been renewed the guard at the gate he stamped my past and he said yo later dude
0: It doesn't have to call me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I clearly remember that video. That's oh like, yeah. That's like, good for them because I, I remember that part of that video clear as day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, so have you seen him other than the video? Have you seen like um, uh, how how their singer is on stage? I would imagine he's probably got a good presence to make yeah. up for. I saw them live. So, yeah. Okay. Oh,
3: did you? Yeah. Of course. Okay.
1: Tim's seen every middle
3: band ever. <laughs> John Connolly was doing the merch table. Are
1: you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who makes an appearance on this, too. Yeah, it yeah. yeah. It was, it was weird. On, I was uh, like, you're John Connolly. Why are you selling t-shirts? Goodbye, Freedom. Hello, Mom. Yeah. yeah.
2: Were they playing with Nuclear assault, or is he just friends no, with them? No,
3: he was just friends with them, and he was just, like, on their, in their merch booth. I was like, why you, <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> why are you here? And, like, nobody knew who he was. I am like, that's John Connolly. Really?
1: I, yeah. I think that, that riff on that song sounds like a John Connolly riff. Maybe
3: it
0: may have helped so. write it. Yeah, yeah it's
1: possible. I don't think you get credit for it.
0: Put a little bit of it. Let's see. Is that riff?
1: Yeah, it sounds like a slowed-down nuclear assault riff to
0: me.
3: Yeah, it has that kind of weird
1: that minor chord. Yeah.
4: Well ban that fool.
0: I was, I was caught off guard. I completely forgot he was on this uh, this album. He starts singing, I'm like, oh, holy shit, I forgot him. <laughs> Jack
2: Kelly, nice, unmistakable. Good old oh GC. yeah, very distinctive yeah. voice. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Down with the ship, still a good song.
2: Oh
1: yeah. Second Great. time we've talked about that song too.
0: Right, because it's a uh, reprise, Right, it's from. It's like a. Slight return it. is what they call it on on this album, yeah. So,
1: yeah, and then on the third album they do it again.
0: Oh, okay, see that's the thing. Like after this album, I can't even tell you what their next album is. I, I like forgot all about
1: Scamboogery. Yes. Yeah, oh, sc- oh, that's, yeah, that's why I terrible. It sucked. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: And there was another album after that, an EP after that. Um. Yeah. The ninety-four mon- something. intellect. Yes. Oh, that's right. Oh my Mundus Intellectuous.
1: Which wasn't it wasn't bad at all. It's on YouTube.
0: Yeah, I again this like this album is the only thing I go to when I go to Scatter. And again, I haven't listened to this album in its entirety in a long time. But yeah. if I'm gonna listen to Scatterbrain, it's gonna be this album. Yeah. Um no doubt. Yeah.
1: You should probably play something else too, because what else are you going
2: to say about this album?
0: I know. That's why I wanted to start with this one because I don't really have a lot to say about it. Yeah,
2: that's it. true. That's a good point. <laughs> so play play at the beginning of Play I'm with Stupid because that, that riff in the beginning is pretty cool. It's like Iron Maiden or System of a Down kind of riff.
0: Oh, yeah, I could, I could hear that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's back in the village.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, Let's <laughs> totally.
0: we'll see how close you are, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's pretty close. Play it again. Play the Scatterbrain one again. I mean, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Fun Those two s-
2: bands have nothing in common.
3: Other than <laughs> being <No>. metal.
2: <laughs> that's why I think like the idea of like the name Scatterbrain. I thought if they were trying to go with like you know their influences are all over the place because there's so many like hardcore influences. There's like progressive metal stuff in here. There's classical music. Yep. Yeah. So I looked up to see where they got the name from, though. It has nothing to do with any of that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The name comes from a Jeff Beck song on Blow by Blow. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's then. That's funny.
0: <laughs> well, maybe, maybe they thought it fits. Like, hey, that kind of fits our, our band. We're kind of all over the place. Yeah. You know? So,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> the last version of Down with the Ship was called New and Improved.
2: I, you know, that's a, one of the songs I remembered from this album before I sold it back was like down with the ship because I thought that I, I was I remember like having a guitar and trying to learn all the different songs on that. And going back <laughs> oh, yeah. and looking at it, I'm just surprised to see given the kind of band this is like how much Zeppelin is in that. Like, it just seems like, yeah, like the first really two, <laughs> just a lot of Zeppelin in there.
0: Yes.
1: That one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was, was that, that one? The breeders.
0: I think so. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. That is Cannonball. Yeah. Oh no, we want it again. Go yeah, down. <laughs> <This is> funny. Down, 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 down,
4: down, 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 down <laughs> i
0: didn't know that one anyone
3: mm. was that them are they covering themselves there
0: <laughs> that'd be funny
2: I don't know
0: what that is. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Well, so this one's called Down with the Ship, New and Improved. That's from uh, the Mundus Intellectus EP. Okay. So.
1: Oh, I was looking at the Down with the Ship on the actual album we're talking about. It does have Where Eagles Dare on the drums yes. in
0: there. Yes, yep, yep. I there's that too. That.
1: Yep. So they've heard of Iron Maiden, apparently.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Well, they,
0: they've heard of them about that
2: i just don't get why they would need to record a song like this i just i don't you know i mean i get the idea like if you want to show that you have the chops to play stuff but they're they're their instrumentation on everything like the quality of the musicianship, is so high for all the other stuff i mean do you do i need to play them play walk this way like i know they can play that you know? <laughs> they, they didn't my, see, and uh, ludicrous as well they did a little my guess is just, like it
1: was something they probably started in and just yeah carried over yeah, that's what it is.
3: Who knows
0: how far back it goes? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like... Is it, I'm <laughs> sure is something that they did maybe... Uh, like, Can you message...
1: Uh, message one of the guys on Facebook. I mean, it's not like they're busy
0: <laughs> right now. <laughs> hey, can you pop in here and just talk yeah, to us real quick? Explain, please. We're almost we're almost done talking about you. So if you, could... I
2: could see it like a goof you would do for a gig, you know, because you're playing your original music and nobody really cares sometimes, and then so you throw in something like that. But to record it is another thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, for fun. Hey, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, the album would have been really short if he didn't do that. That's <laughs> true. <laughs>
0: well, already, should I mean, we uh, should we should we grade this album? Give it oh, a grade. Yeah, great. Sure, um, great. Okay. So, Greg, <laughs> we started doing this thing where we, after we talk about album, we give it like an A through an F grade.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <How would> you... <laughs> Can I give it an incomplete because it's really not a whole album because of all that extra filler? <laughs> <laughs> it needs no. to come. It needs summer school. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They they Need cited their references. <laughs> wow, that's that's a first. Yeah, that was a first. Hmm. Sure, you can give it that.
2: Yeah. Now I, I would give it a B minus.
0: Okay.
2: But Very that's gracious. only because of that it's too short. Like I, I consider those other songs too many throwaway songs. So otherwise, like gotcha. the the stuff that is good is really good.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Makes sense.
1: I probably give it a maybe a B minus as well. It doesn't. Do I mean it's not like groundbreaking stuff but it's also short and it's fun. Yeah. It sounds good.
0: Wow, it's only 36 minutes. That's crazy. That's super short.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I'd give it a B. Yeah. A straight B. And are we going to really ever talk about an F album?
0: <laughs> and that's a good question. I hope
3: so. Well, I would well, like to. I mean
1: <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you
0: off. I mean, there. no, it's fine. We we, you know, we've talked about albums in the past where one of us really likes it and the other one really doesn't. So That's true. Yeah. We, okay. may, we make right, it to that point. point. Um I uh, yeah, C will give it a C. Cause I, 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 C. I, Yeah, I mean, cuz I don't know. It's good, but I again, I'm not I haven't listened to this album in 20 years, so it can't be that good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right?
1: I guess. Well, I don't know. I think the next album proves that is wrong as well.
0: Well, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good segue. Um, so yeah, the next album is, uh, time's up by living color. We'll play a little, um, of the title track. Did you get the, I'll get the spastic title title track. That's probably good. I yeah. mean, the song itself is, you know...
1: <laughs> it <laughs> might be my least favorite song on the album.
0: Really? Yeah. Really? Not I,
1: I like it, yeah. That's great.
0: I like it, too. Did um, you get
1: the
3: the album title's little silly little pun? The way it's spelled? Time They're, sup? Yeah, time, time sup. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm. it's, the S is capitalized.
3: Yeah, yeah, so it's actually like time sup. You're like, what's up? Sup
0: what's time.
1: Yeah. What, on the actual picture of the album? Or what?
3: Yeah, like if you look at the actual... Title Where it says time is apostrophe and then capital S and then capital U.
1: I didn't pick up on that.
3: Okay, well, there you go.
1: (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Uh,
3: let's
0: see. So, Living Color is Corey Glover on vocals, Vernon Reed on lead guitar, Will Calhoun on drums, and Muzz Skillens on bass. And I think this was the last album with Muzz Skillens, if I'm not mistaken. That's what I was looking at on the, the
1: album TV. cover. Is the most '90s thing I've ever seen. Go back and look.
0: It's like In Living Color. Maybe they were yeah. like, "Hey, they're
1: oh, a yeah. sure that had to change their name because of this band." What? Maybe. I, I heard that the um, band was going to sue them if if they use that name.
0: Oh, wow. we- oh! So they did they change it the in Living Color? Is that why yeah. it was called In Living? Oh, okay, interesting. So yeah, this album. I uh- should probably check that. Make sure. <laughs> I, was tell- I was telling Greg before we actually started, I-, I don't think I ever actually listened to this album back in the day. Like, ever. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've listened to this album. I don't
1: album. think I did either. I think yeah. I
3: had it, and I never listened to it. I think the same thing. I think I got it for free. I maybe played it once. And I was like, eh. Big mistake, because it's really good.
2: Oh yeah. man. i bought this like the day it came out i, I this I, I was a huge living color fan and i was huh. like waiting for this album good, good for you i'm older than you guys though so uh maybe <laughs> well I,
1: I liked the band before the album came out yeah they were oh, they were fine yeah yeah but i don't they just i think the first single i saw was elvis and Elvis is dead i wow. was just gonna
0: Oh that well, that's probably my least favorite song. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh,
1: there's one, but I didn't, I didn't like appreciate it as that. Then, but, but um, it's it was a mistake. You're right.
0: Yeah. No, I I was I was um very surprised by this album because I. So the reason I picked this, I mean, I I talked to you guys beforehand about doing this album. You're like, sure, whatever. But I I can't remember who it was, but one of my friends on Facebook was like talking about how this is a, one of the most underrated albums and people don't talk about it enough and it's you know. I was like, really? Okay, well, I, I don't know about this album, and it happened to be a 90, 1990 album. So I was like, well, let's check it out. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we did because yeah, I'm I'm I was very much into this album. Like I, I listened to it in its entirety, and I immediately started it again. I was like, that was I got to go back and listen to it again. Mm-hmm. I was quite impressed, actually. Um, I
2: think one thing about this album, like if you want to compare it, so like like the first Living Color album is a very like rock oriented album. And this mm-hmm. album has like all kinds of things going on in it. And it's kind of like in comparison to the scatterbrain album where they're taking like a whole bunch of stuff and kind of throwing it together. Like this one to me like it just works way better like as a whole complete album cuz you know it's got funk, it's got rap in it, it's got like hard rock, it's got like hardcore music, but it all yeah. seems to be, make sense from one song to the next whereas like the scatterbrain thing was a little bit out of, you know, like a little bit too far for me. This this was like right down the line.
0: Yeah, I was impressed with how well they could transition between, like, a song like Time's Up, which is almost, like, punk. Yeah. It felt like <laughs> Bad Brains, almost. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. you
2: know, around this time, they were covering, like, in the first tour, they were covering Sailing On by Bad Brains, which yeah. is, like, really similar. It's, like, mm-hmm. that, that like, like, hectic drum beat at the beginning. Yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, like, I remember, like, putting this on. I'm, like, you know, this is the route they're going, which is totally fine for me. I love <laughs> yeah. that, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, but then you hear a song like "Love Rears Its Ugly Head" and it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Like that's not. Yeah, even... but the
2: thing is, like, to be able to pull off like that, those are like two completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, exactly. to be a, a musician that good to pull that off? I mean, that's, exactly. You know, you that's that's what makes this band different than the bands. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, and I gave a ton, I, ton of respect for them uh-huh. after listening to this album because.
2: I will say though, like my one knock on them from this is I think we talked about this when you invited me on is. I definitely saw them at Lollapalooza on the tour for this album. And I had seen them a couple times before on the first album when they were an opening band. I saw them open for the Rolling Stones, and I saw them open for Robert Palmer, where they just did like a short opening band set, which was really tight to whatever was on the album, which is exactly what I wanted to see. Yeah. And I was expecting something like that at Lollapalooza. But when they got to Lollapalooza, and I talked to Rob about this too because he had the same opinion – he was at he saw them in a different show in a later tour, but by this time they had come into their own. Or maybe they were tired of playing those songs, but they didn't play anything straight up. Like Cory Glover sang behind the beat intentionally, like the throw hmm. off. They had all these like James Brown stops and like weird rhythmic things going in in the songs. Like huh. and and to me, like I mean, I I I totally get the musicianship of it because there's no way, like I mean. It's, it's very it was clever and all that but like as the fan i'm like i i want to hear i want to hear you right know, i want to hear the album i don't want right. to hear your new take on it right now yeah yeah. yeah. so yeah, i was disappointed cool. at that law palooza show Out of the bands that played like they were, they were disappointed to me which was sad because i i love the band
0: yeah that's interesting kind of a bummer i mean it's interesting did why you, that they made that choice did that you go point. to
2: that show tim
3: <laughs>
0: no <laughs> <laughs> I did not <laughs> found a show Tim has not been to Palooza. <laughs> I figured you
3: not uh, oh, Palooza particular. one. No, I mean that was I wanted to go. I heard it because I was li- delivering pizzas, so I heard it.
2: <laughs> Body count. <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
0: Yeah, that was at Lake <laughs> Lake Fairfax, uh, Lake, <laughs> right? Lake Fairfax.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I saw it in Albany. Oh okay. Oh okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they did have yeah, at Lake Fairfax.
0: Yeah, I should have
2: at the side on that, show, that, but yeah. Where Living Color was a disappointment. A band that I wound up really liking out of that that I did not expect to like was Nine Inch Nails. Oh, oh. Yeah,
3: I'm sure. Because uh-huh. I went
2: into that thinking, well, this is like a very keyboard-oriented band that I'm not going to be... I was a very you know, guitar person. I'm like, I'm never going to like them. And they, they just blew everybody away. They were amazing. Yeah,
0: They're so different live. Oh, yeah. like, they're so much heavier live.
2: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: So the song Pride reminded me a little bit of cult of personality. It almost felt mm-hmm. like... Yeah. I don't know if that was like... The record the, studio being like, Hey, you need to write another called The personality, but that chorus is very
1: Yeah. They, um, they there's a couple of times where they think they copy their Well, Vernon Reed copies his own riffs.
0: Yeah. No, there's I totally
2: agree with you. Going through some of these, I'm thinking like that sounds like Middleman, that sounds like and I'm wondering like if some of that stuff came out of the earlier sessions and they're like, Well, we we already have that one. Let's move that one to album two. Yeah, maybe That's possible, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a bass line that sounds like Glamour Boys on this album. I forget what song it is. Um, it's Towards the End. Um, please Let
0: me see. play a little bit of Pride while you try to find that. I think a lot of it, honestly, I think a lot of it's what what Vernon Reid's doing on guitar, like the little, mm-hmm. like whammy dives and stuff like that that he's doing at the end of the, the each each line where it's like, oh, that sounds like Cult of Personality. Yeah, what I was, was thinking
3: it? like that's where the drum fill goes. Oh wait, that's Cult of Personality. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a good song. I, I don't, you know, look. I have no problem with people yeah. copying themselves, but uh, it does have that little.
1: Well, look symbolism. at or listen to "Solace of You." Okay, I feel like that's a. Uh, Slowed down, glamor boys, a little bit more, I guess reggae.
2: This what makes me think of "Call Me Al."
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> yes. I mean, well, I said I, I that said, wrote that down. I said,
0: I said that and a little, little Bobby McFerrin.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. i uh, worried. Need money.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's totally Graceland, Paul Simon. <laughs> yeah.
1: It sounds yeah. more like that. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Where I know I I've got the but I I the can also lying. understand why but I uh, 1990 me did not want to listen to this. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For sure. Yeah. And I was like, skip. Yeah. Skip. Well, that's
0: that's exactly it. I mean, look. Yeah. In 1990, no way in hell we were listen. We would listen to this. No.
1: This is a this is a skip in 1990
0: yeah absolutely but was there did i miss something joe with that or no that? no okay.
1: it, it, that was the bass is kind of the same feel as glamour voice in the, in yeah. the verses but it, it does sound more like paul simon well that's mm-hmm.
0: that's yeah yeah well that's one of the fun things about this podcast is going back and finding some of these albums that we back in the day there's no way in hell we would listen to it but today yeah. it's like this is actually really good and yeah you know, we're, we're a little older now and uh expanded our horizons a little bit musically. So yeah, um, <laughs> it's fun to, you know, to listen.
1: There's yeah. a, um, the, okay. Oh, um, was that Graceland was the album? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a part in um, Elvis is dead where he does a twist on the, the a line from Graceland from the Paul Simon album. Oh, really? <laughs> it well, there says, you go. Um, there's a, I guess there's a line that's maybe ever reasonably we'll all be received in Graceland. Oh yeah, and then on, and then on um, Elvis is dead, they, he reverses it to "We won't all be received at Graceland." They say that a lot at the end.
0: Hmm. Yes, that sounds familiar now. <laughs> That's funny. What were you gonna say, Greg?
2: I was just saying that looking at Vernon Reed's guitar playing in this album changes to like he's using like a pitch shifter on a bunch of the solos and some other kind of. Like more like Rage Against the Machine t- style things mm-hmm. that are like, well, but this is pre Rage Against the Machine. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, if he was an influ, I mean, I know Tom Morello had was influenced by Vernon Reed, but I can hear it on this album, you know, oh, now yeah. looking back on it, definitely. Like, there's at least like three songs where there's that going on.
0: Well, the timing would definitely make sense. I mean, the first yeah. Rage album was what, 92? I think so, yeah, 92. Was so it, was it that early? Or was yeah, it 94? Yeah. I feel
1: like 93 uh, or 4. But even it's on, like all, the it's first only a couple rate, years, so
2: yeah, like he didn't get on the like to the full like making a lot of noise with the guitar until like the second album. Like, the first album has a couple of whammy things on it, but like right. he really goes over the top later on. Yeah. like but there's there's definitely three or four songs in here where I, I got that vibe.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah, and, and I know Joe and I were texting about this a little bit, but um, Greg, do you know Alan Scott?
2: uh i know the name sounds familiar I probably he's, a, well, he... he's
0: a, alan scott band is his band now he's a he's a local musician local to dc he was in a band called sam's house back in the day back in like the late 90s really good really good artist if if you don't know him you should definitely I seek him out, him out and and find him at one of the shows because he's one of the best guitar players i've seen oh I mean, really cool in person yeah he's amazing so um but I, the reason I brought him up is a lot of the stuff on this album reminded me of stuff that Alan does now and like I know he's influenced by Living, Col- Living Color, but um it's just really cool to like I hear his vocals and in, in, uh uh in Corey Glover's vocals. So it's it's cool. It's, it was like, ah, oh, this this sounds like old house. <laughs> it's
2: very yeah. cool. Oh well, that's cool. I'll check it out then.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I should definitely should. I'll I'll try to get you a copy of the house stuff. I think I have all that stuff. So I cool. can,
1: I can get it to you if you don't, so yeah um the uh another thing i that, that kind of reminds me is uh, of why i didn't like living color as much back in high school is that i don't think i liked Cory i don't think i appreciated or liked Corey glover's vocals uh, they, there was something about them that kind of it would they would grate on me after a while when i was younger but i really think i was wrong like i mean, i've totally changed my opinion on that oh yeah yeah he's <laughs> just fucking amazing especially yeah. this album <laughs> yeah holy shit
0: he does some crazy stuff on the album.
1: yeah it was yeah, funny
0: a song wikipedia the way that vernon reed found him was he was singing happy birthday at a birthday party <laughs> that's how he found cory glover that's, crazy. I don't know, that's wikipedia that's wikipedia yeah. you never know i don't know if that's true or not but it was like okay so he was an actor uh he's uh, Corey Glover, and he was in. He's he's in Platoon. Yeah, he's in Platoon. I guess. For <laughs> yeah, a bit. It's crazy. You know, so,
3: that uh, yeah. he's not Danny Glover's son. He, no, <laughs>
0: that was a rumor. That was a rumor. Yeah,
2: <laughs> now he's Roger Glover's son from Deep Purple.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now that would be a thing. That'd be something.
1: and <laughs> an unfun fact, this album came out the day after Stevie Ray Vaughan died.
2: Oh I saw no! That too.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, there are only a couple songs. Under Undercover of Darkness, I wasn't into. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Um
1: that bass song is really cool. Oh, which one? Ology.
0: Oh, that's a little yeah, a little um that weird little interlude thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of a bunch of noise
1: yeah but it's a little interlude thing yeah um someone like you is still pretty uh relevant yes unfortunately that's one of the sad things is is that a lot of the things they sing about on this album it's like nothing's really fucking changed It's maybe worse now actually yeah
0: i know yeah
3: and we didn't even pick this album because of that it was just no, we picked this album weeks <laughs> Completely
0: ago. Completely coincidental, yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: total coincidence. Now it's like, but very timely, yeah,
0: yeah. I can play I'm a little Sure, it's that. always
1: been timely, but yeah, but now especially we have riots. You know, in the city I'm in right now.
0: Well, Greg, you're you're in Arlington, riot, right, but, Greg? What? Yes, you're. So I'm sure there's riots not happening too far from you either. Uh, in oh, DC there's,
2: today, there's stuff going on. Definitely, yeah. last night was a mess. Yeah, yeah. People are pissed. Uh, that's why you know listening to this record is very timely. I mean, like, maybe it's timeless or whatever. Like a lot of these lyrics, you know, they they're very apt for today.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Hey, before we leave this, uh, one of the things we talk about maybe we kind of glazed over. on Elvis is dead. It has a whole bunch of guest players on it, which is pretty. You know, like that's right. It, or oh, Little Richard. Little Richard and 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 Maceo Parker from James Brown's band plays the sax solo, which is just oh, nice. phenomenal. Okay, so that just shows like the level of people that they're able to bring in. And I think Mick Jagger sings backup vocals on at least one song. In yeah, song. he's yeah, on I don't, here somewhere. I don't yeah, know which I, one do
0: you? I noticed that on the um, on the Wikipedia. Let me see if it says which song he's on. Queen
1: Latifah's is on on here. Yeah, yeah, Half she's
0: on the Undercover Darkness. I think, which is the one song I didn't like. Um, yeah. It doesn't say which song Mick Jagger sings backing vocals on, but he it is listed yeah. that he's he's on background vocals.
1: Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah this, yeah. this album did pretty well. It won a Grammy, I believe, right? Yeah.
0: It huh. did, yeah, yeah.
1: So the first two albums did very well. I've never even heard the third album or, or anything beyond.
3: No, I, I need to been.
0: go listen to Stain because I feel like it was, like people were saying it was heavier, but I, I have to go back and listen to it and see how it holds up. Um I think they had an EP between this one and Stain as well. Okay.
1: Oh yeah, Biscuits—it's called.
2: You know that might be it. That might be the one. That might have a bunch of covers on it. That might have their cover of Sailing on on it.
0: Uh, let's see. It does have a bunch of covers, and it does have Sailing on Live by Bad Brains.
1: Yeah, I saw it's got reasons. Money Talks, and I was like, "Why would they cover an ACDC song on the same year?" <laughs> 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 well, you're looking Twins, at the but. Japan listing, Eric. That's got a, that's got 15 songs on it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Where's the Ameri- Oh yes, I am. The I American
1: am. versions got six. It's a ripoff. <laughs> wow, that's crazy.
0: I guess I'll, I'll play a little Elvis is dead because we're talking about.
1: song's much better than i remembered it as the whole album is yeah James Brown I know, yeah, I was going to say, it's not surprising
0: James Brown saxophone players on this song. Let's see if I can find that sax solo. What were you going to say, Tim?
3: The drummer's oh, phenomenal in this band. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. that guy's good.
2: Yeah.
3: They all are yeah they
0: all really good yeah uh i think my favorites were fight the fight and this is the life those are like the last song on the album <clears throat> i loved it really good song yeah I think, it I is. that. Yeah, I thought this one was kind of heavy. Yeah. Yeah, I love that chorus. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Oh, I I put information overload. That's Corey showing his pipes, showing off his pipes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He does that scream in that song. Ridiculous. Did Um, you
3: say who produced the album?
0: uh, I don't think I did. Um, It sounds good. It's Dazium. Stasium, yes, correct. Producer, engineer, and mixing. Hmm. Did it all. It sounds good. Yeah, and there are, this is a New York City band, by the way. I didn't yeah, say I was that about either. to
1: say that too. Reconsider. Even though Vernon Reed is from England, I think?
0: Yeah, he was. I think he was born in England. Yeah.
3: Been around since 84, from what I yep. understand. Yeah. Yes. It's crazy.
0: Do you guys have other other highlights from this album?
1: Uh, let's see what I wrote down. From this album? No. No highlights from this album. Yeah. <laughs> No. I remember that I remember seeing them play on Showtime at the Apollo one time, mm-hmm. huh. and I thought, "Man, that's weird." <laughs> I think it was on the first album, and they were playing. I think they were playing stuff from the. Yeah, it must have been from the their first album, which was very rock, almost metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, and I don't. It didn't seem like it fit. That venue,
0: show down the Bell, yeah, no, yeah,
1: <laughs> not really. The crowd didn't seem super, super excited, but, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: well, I, my intro to this band came through. Uh, Rob, my friend Rob, saw them. That we in uh, in Buffalo, we had this big university like summer concert every year, and so it was like a full day long concert. So they they played their the year the Ramones headlined, but these oh, nice. guys played like in the middle of the day before anybody was there. And so my Rob was there, my friend Rob, and he saw them. I was somewhere else. He came like to, you know, to get me to go out later. And I was like, I just saw the best band I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> just blew thing away. Said so Corey Glover, like climbed up on the, on the speakers and was like, screaming with everybody. And then he went and talked to them after the show. Cause he said they were, you know, they, they were loading their own equipment into their van. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and so wow. it's like, hey, I really liked you guys. I want to buy your album. They're like, oh, it's not out yet. So oh I'm wow, like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, and so then I went to go see them like a month later. They came back to like the local arena where they're opening for Robert Palmer. Oh wow! So I went, happened to go see them that's... just as the opener because I wanted to, I wanted to check them out. And like as you say, no, nobody cared that they are playing. So we, my brother and I just went up to the front and watched them play their set. Like it was like they weren't even there. Like nobody. Oh my like, God.
1: Jeez. I can imagine they, you were wondering who Scatterbrain would open for. I, I think these guys would have a, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had for, a, weird for a different reason, they'd have a, a yeah. similar issue. They don't really, there's really no genre that you can mm-hmm. pigeonhole them in. Yeah,
0: that's
2: no, true. I mean, I saw them open for the Rolling Stones, and that still wasn't really a good fit. I mean, it was a weird no. band to have open for them, but Mick Jagger was helped. Like, he did it. He made a demo for them that was became part of the first album. Oh, wow. Well. Okay. Well, the
3: the with Anthrax. I know that
1: oh uh, did they <laughs> yeah
3: they did okay.
2: really yeah they tore, Yeah,
3: in Europe they toured with Anthrax
1: and I don't think I, that's too that's not too weird
3: no I mean yeah no I think so because Charlie was a big fan and actually Charlie Benante, uh he's been doing these covers online and he covered a Living Color song recently uh, oh no. did he
0: yeah yeah do you remember which one it was
3: I don't know I can look it up
0: yeah, yeah. I didn't see that one they been, got, yeah I watching like all of his I missed that one they got yeah, Corey Glover to sing awesome. yeah they're yeah. amazing
2: Like the actually the first living Color song Vernon Reed wrote "Funny Vibe. Oh wow! Well. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was um, I was reading a little bit more about them on on uh, Wikipedia and just the history of Vernon Reed and and you know he started as like a jazz player and the first iteration of the band was more like jazz punk, which I don't even know what that would sound like. But yeah, but
2: they had a woman guess, singer.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I I'd, I'd be curious to hear some early demos of their stuff because i'm sure that stuff's online i could probably find it but uh just considering like a jazz punk i don't know what that would sound like
2: <laughs> i don't know sometimes you don't want to go and hear that stuff because it ruins stuff like <laughs> have you heard like the the early early version of sober by tool with maynard singing it uh i don't I think it. so oh I oh, think my I God. Hear that. i'll send I'll, I'll send it to you it's like, <laughs> but the only problem is like i tell you the once you've heard it you can't unhear it <laughs> oh no oh no um, what That's not good. It's him. He's singing it in a public access television show with with a group of people that looks like they just picked random random people from the studio to be in the band. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's it's. I'll send it to you, but again, just warn you. I'm warning you.
0: That's all I'm saying. Well, should so we, we gonna rate this? Yeah, should we grade this one? Yeah. Um, I can start. I will give it, man. A B plus. I say B. Just,
2: I'll give just it a B.
1: B, B plus too.
2: Hmm. You know, I would have given this back in the day like a B to B minus, but now going looking back on it, I give it a B plus. There you go. Cool. It aged better for me than I was expecting. Yeah, good.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. That's for sure. Me too. <laughs> Man, I was like this is shockingly good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, shall we move on to the headliner? Sure. Slayer. All right, cool. So Slayer, Season in the Abyss. We'll start with uh, a little war ensemble, probably their best, well, maybe their best song. Ever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Got the gist. Yeah. So Slayer is Tom, Araya, Tom sorry, Tom Araya, vocals and bass, Kerry King guitar, Jeff Hanneman guitar, rest in peace, and Dave Lombardo on drums. Uh, produced by, well, it says produced by Rick Rubin and Andy Wallace was co production, engineering, and mixing. I think Andy Wallace had probably had a lot more to do with this.
3: It has an Andy Wallace sound to
0: it. It does. It sounds way better than the last album. Yeah. Like, Miles, yeah, is <laughs> yeah. better than South of Heaven. In fact, <laughs> I would say if South of Heaven sounded like this album, I probably it'd probably be my favorite Slayer album. But huh. because this album does have the much better sound, and actually the guitar solos are a lot better on this album, so I like this album, yeah, I think a smidge better than South of Heaven. So,
1: and South of Heaven, every bar ended with a drum solo, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Dave Lombardo does calm down a little bit on this album, yeah, he does. The, the, the drum solo stuff goes. Um yeah. I mean yeah, I I don't know. This is I think this is my favorite Slayer album. Yeah, it's I think so, yeah, too. my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Yeah. For it's sure. like them at their peak. This is um,
3: th- yeah. I was gonna say this is them putting everything together, I feel like.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
3: all... definitely
2: like a more accessible album than a lot of the early the ones that came before, like this to oh, me yeah. was their they're closest to a mainstream album that they're gonna get. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah.
0: Definitely.
3: But they like they figured out that you don't have to go a thousand miles an hour to be impactful. You can have speed with power, and and right. it works better to have that contrast. I feel like,
1: and it's where yeah, the the songs they don't all kind of blend together
3: yeah it doesn't you, they all have a personality versus like i know like random blood's a stone cold classic but a lot of times those songs ble- you know they just sort of it's, run it's, together it
1: kind of sounds like one 35 minute album
3: yeah one, 35 like one long song album. yeah exactly yeah whereas this one you you know like that's war ensemble oh that seasons in the abyss that's, yeah, you know, from that's war Ensemble to
1: right to blood red it's yeah. a completely different vibe right away exactly
0: yep yeah
2: yeah you know when i was thinking about this album when you you know when you raised it up i was looking back through it and thinking like I remember, like, when this came out, that I was a fan of Slayer, but this album, like, I really embraced the band. And one of the one of the issues for me prior to this album was that I just couldn't get into like the guitar soloing because I thought it was kind of like really yeah. frenetic and all over the place. And this, there's a couple solos in this album that are like you know, they're really mapped out and really yeah. like they're just different and more melodic. So I decided to go to to my vault of like like '80s and '90s guitar magazines to see if I could find. <laughs> any interviews with Slayer during the time the album came out to see like why it's different. And so yeah. you, you guys, if you'd already know this, then shut me up. But, <laughs> no, 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 go go ahead. Ahead. So a couple things I found out from my research is that, um, so there's an interview with Kerry King and Jeff Hanneman from when the album came out and, and Kerry King said that when he joined, when he started Slayer, that he was a better guitar player than Hanneman, but then Hanneman would practice like every day and Kerry King pretty much just stopped practicing until they did the South of Heaven tour. And then he somehow during that tour reconnected with his old guitar teacher from like high school or middle school during that tour and started taking guitar lessons again. Oh wow! So when he recorded, when they were going to record the album, he took the stuff that he learned from the lessons to start writing the album. And, and so he had like new ideas and stuff, but like the thing I thought was really interesting is that he after they got the, the rhythm mixes down for everything, because apparently I don't know if you know this, but he does all the rhythm guitar on the Slayer albums, or at least he did before the, I don't know what Gary Holt does, but like he would actually play Hanneman's rig when they record. Like he just plays oh, wow, wow, all wow, the okay. rhythms Okay. and he does the bass on some songs here or there, like whenever Tom <laughs> Ray doesn't want to play, but he definitely does all the rhythms. So he, uh, he took the uh the rhythm tapes to the uh his guitar teacher and they like sat down and mapped out guitar solos for the songs and stuff oh, cuz wow. he, he uh, that and player was really getting to like a point where he wanted anyway so like they they made a concerted effort to change that that up and it, it really rang uh, I, that really resonated with me like that that whole all the guitar work on album it's phenomenal A sound song it, to song.
0: it yeah. totally makes sense i mean that, like I said earlier than, the, the, the way, solos, way better than that yeah stuff, and yeah. they do sound mapped out they sound like they were actually you know he sat down and actually wrote a solo to these riffs yeah like whereas the the albums before it was like alright solo starts now just do whatever and it's like no 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 you know, yeah just, just getting,
3: out a key and just was, go as fast as you can and if it was kerry king it was whammy bar exactly
0: mm-hmm. hit your whammy bar as much as you can just do those dives as much as you can and, i mean there's still some of that on this album but not nearly not, as much right not yeah. like and, season of the abyss the solos in, the, in, in that song
3: yeah and more ensemble like when we first heard the war ensemble it was like holy shit that's a proper guitar solo
0: yeah yeah Where,
3: where'd that come
2: from right Right. I mean, I had that same, like, when I heard that on this album, like, I can't believe, like, Slayer's playing like legitimate guitar solo. I to, I pay them more attention now. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
3: because they were, it was it was strange. Like, they were, I liked them, but I didn't love them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, S- South of Heaven, I thought was good, but I felt like the second half of the album was kind of
0: eh, yeah, it fell okay. off a little bit.
3: Yeah, like, the first yeah. half's great. Second half was kind of eh. This yeah. one was like, this is solid all the way through, and it's, it's a proper thrash album that's got you know, nice dynamics and well, born of fire. I could do it but otherwise... I mean, there's, yeah, there's gonna always, always going to be a, a Slayer song that you're like, eh, that was stupid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so on born of fire. The, one of the reviews I read, uh, from one of the interviews is that Kerry King said that that was a song he had like around for a long time. And he couldn't figure it out and it took him a long time to come up with it. So like, like he called sense. it the working, yeah. the working title of it was stress because the song made him stressed out or you know cuz he couldn't come to couldn't come to an end or he couldn't figure out some part of the song and eventually he, whatever he cobbled together is on the album but he, he wasn't happy with it
3: it might be the yeah. end because at the end it slows down and maybe before he was afraid to slow down like that cuz it kind of goes yeah. into this groove you know more of a groove oriented sound versus you know the rest of it is all a thousand miles an hour yeah so maybe that's what happened yeah
2: well, they said in the in the article that just you know, the although they uh, both Hanneman and King both write. Usually, King writes the faster stuff, and Hanneman writes the atmospheric, like slow stuff.
3: Yeah, and that's what was missing when Hanneman died. The later yeah. Slayer stuff, you're like, you can tell Hanneman's not here anymore because that sort of that cool eerie sound is gone. It's just straight yeah. Kerry King thrash, yeah, yep. which was fine, but it was like it's missing a, you know, yeah, it, it gets album. old quickly.
0: Yeah, like the most recent the two most recent albums, especially like I don't. I don't go back to those very often because it's no. like it's like speed metal and there's not really a lot of yeah and there's always
3: like stuff, yeah. oh that song was good that song was good and the rest of it's like eh, it's all just blurring together and yeah
0: yeah it's a shame yeah. yeah it is well who knows I mean they're you know, we Tim and I saw them on their quote unquote last tour <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. lasted like three years but. Um, <laughs> Who knows what's what's gonna happen? I, I think Cary King said he's not done writing music, so we'll probably hear some more stuff from Cary King. But I'm I don't sure. know if we're gonna hear more Slayer albums or if, what that means. I mean, they might write more albums and not tour. I don't, that would be kind of weird, but I don't know. Oh.
1: They're worse than Overkill for me, of, of like a bunch of albums that I don't even bother with. There's Slayer albums I've never even heard. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. After, um, I mean, I've heard all of them, but after I guess after Divine Intervention, I probably well no God hates us all. That's probably the last album that I really got into. Well,
1: the, yeah, between Divine Intervention and then the God hates us all, I didn't pay attention. And then after God hates hates us all, I haven't really, yeah, listened to any anything. I mean, I've I've heard stuff here and there, but there's such a after Divine Intervention, they were just kind of hit and miss. Well,
2: yeah, Christ, Christ, illusion was good. Yeah, there's a couple good songs in that album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 One thing I do appreciate about them, and this is kind of good and bad, is that like Slayer doesn't like Slayer knows what Slayer does and that's what Slayer does. Like so the you buy a new Slayer album, it's gonna be pretty much the same as the album they put out like a decade ago. Yeah, <laughs> for the most part. Maybe not quite as good, but like they're not gonna play smooth jazz or they're not gonna like, you know, change their lyrics and write about something different. Like it's gonna they're be gonna, pretty much like the they're not gonna do a black kind. album. No. So like it's like a comfort food kind of thing, you know, yeah. like <laughs> they're, they're the ACDC of Thrash. Oh, exactly. Right. That's perfect.
1: <laughs> well, them are them are overkill. They're they're both like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
2: Like they but... probably still have the same guitar rigs they've been playing th- with since the you know the eighties. Like nothing's changed. There's no <laughs> yeah, reason. probably. I mean, they have probably. that Slayer guitar tone.
3: It's like this pure evil guitar tone. It's that's the yeah. Slayer sound. It's
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
3: <laughs> they nailed that evil tone. It's like wow. That's... <laughs>
0: I forgot how short Blood Red is, the song Blood Red. Yeah. I was listening to this album going, oh, shit, that song's already over. Yeah. It's like two <laughs> minutes and 30 seconds or something. 247. Yeah. So.
3: But that riff, even the opening riff is like, this is different for Slayer. That's not a yeah. traditional right. Slayer sound. It's got a weird chord. The, yeah. chord,
1: the chord structure.
3: is
2: yeah. not yeah. just
1: a typical power chord. Yeah.
0: They don't like bass guitar, do they?
1: <laughs> no. Well, I don't think their bass player. Uh, I don't think they could get much out of him.
0: You can never hear bass on. I mean, there's of course there's moments where it's only bass and you hear it, but other than, other than that, you never hear. I
1: don't, I don't think he was there to play bass. Yeah. They, you know, the.
0: the yeah. It's
1: just not a bass band. He's there for his vocals. Even live, yeah. you don't you don't really hear it. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't and even he, know if he's. I, yeah, were they I playing? Sometimes that you I look play. at him you're
3: like, "What is he doing?" He's just like he's just like strumming his hand. You're like, "Are you
1: really playing that?"
0: Yeah,
3: it's like, or... "Are you playing?"
1: You're just kind of going with the singing right now. Yeah,
3: like is that even on? <laughs> <laughs> is that even on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he has a volume pedal, and just every now and then, he <laughs> right.
3: Oh, should I hit an E string? I'll turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I read on Wikipedia that the song Temptation, you know, it has that weird double vocal arrangement thing. Yeah, I was about to bring this up. Okay, yeah. well, I'll,
1: I'll bring it up, well, I guess. Or you can yeah. bring it up, it doesn't matter. No, you go ahead. But we should play it, too. Okay, play it. Yeah, good idea. Have you ever felt, have you ever
4: felt the need to more than you can see? You can see uncertainty.
0: Play with your insanity.
3: With your yeah.
0: With your so. What about that?
3: So that's a basically um, Tamaraia had his own idea of how that should have gone, and Kerry King his had his own idea how it should have gone.
1: So the way where the, the way where the vocals are,
3: like, yeah, the, the kind of the arrangement, and so they accidentally played it back simultaneously because they you know no. they recorded it one way and they recorded it the other way, and someone had not muted one of the channels, and they're like, uh, "That's pretty cool. Let's just keep it like that."
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Because
3: I would have yeah. thought like that's that's kind of a Rick Rubin thing, like doing that multi-channel. Like this is over here. I would have yes. thought that would have been his idea, but uh, apparently not. Huh? Yeah.
2: You know, I yeah. like that in the song. As if uh, there's like a really cool drum fill thing that goes on, and there's like a very Dave Lombardo thing. Could you go to two thirty in the song? You'll hear what I'm talking about. Semptation? I know what you're talking
0: about. Yeah, two thirty. All right, hold on.
2: Yeah, the double bass part. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so
0: yeah.
3: awesome! It's yeah. just a random double bass. Oh
4: yeah, okay. Ever danced with the devil,
0: half the nation, half Oh yeah, okay. Ever your name in blood? Let
2: possession slowly follow you when you stand under full moon light. The attraction.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Awesome.
2: Have you ever? I just, I just love
0: that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, halfway through
1: the halfway through the part. Yeah, he
2: just, just
0: kicks in it. double bass. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool.
2: So this is also, I think, the other thing that's different about this album for them is they had like the legit videos for this album. Right? Yeah, I think they had that before.
1: What were the videos for this?
2: So I the mean, first one was, was obviously War Ensemble. War Ensemble was the first one. Yeah. Was that yeah. just live footage?
0: Yeah, I think it was just live footage. It was. So okay.
2: the, I read a thing about the in the in the article. It talks about how they were they were supposed to make a live video at Wembley during their performance for Cl- from Clash of the Titans, like when it was there. Like they are going to play, but they were going to have to lip sync to their song. So when they announced oh. that to the oh. crowd, people started booing and throwing things so they couldn't <laughs> use that footage. Yeah.
0: Uh oh. So Good.
2: that's why the video starts with like a live shot and it goes into a studio.
0: Oh, that's funny.
1: That's like, yeah. I don't <laughs> it just Just put the live version out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really? Like, come on. Seriously. They yeah. put a live album out, what, next year? They did, yeah. Yeah,
0: they did. Yeah, the other video was Season of the Abyss, which them and Egypt, I guess. Pictures
2: of – were they actually in
1: Egypt? They, oh, yeah. I think they were playing in front of the – No, they definitely were. Yeah, that's right. They were, they yeah. were out of the desert.
2: They asked in – the, in the article, they asked them how they made that happen, and Carrie King said they had to bribe all the officials everywhere they went with <laughs> cig, cigarettes and pornography. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. And apparently during the shot, during the scene, um, like during the, while they were there shooting it, Tom Morea like um, went off like a, with an extra, like on horseback like, to go do like a little tour. And the guy tried to extort money or kidnap him and they had to go get him back. Oh my God. What? So, oh yeah. God. He almost got kidnapped. Good Lord. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. So, anyway, he doesn't seem a like a video, guy. Though.
1: He doesn't seem like an easy mark to
2: kidnap. No.
0: So, I, I think you're right. Did they did they have any videos from South of Heaven?
2: I don't think so. Like that, legit videos. I don't think yeah. so either. No. I
0: wonder if they, oh, that's interesting. We <clears throat> took a cue from Metallica because Metallica's the first video didn't come out until 89, so.
3: Yeah. I yeah, I can't
0: think of. Uh-uh. Or just got pressure from their management. I'm surprised
1: yeah, I mean, Dead Skin Mask wasn't a video, too. I guess the, the lyrics, topic is a little. Yeah. Lyrics.
0: Yeah. end yeah. <laughs> 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 is super creepy. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. I remember the fun. first time we heard that song, going, what the fuck is happening right <laughs> <I know>. now? <laughs> like, yeah. What is What is that? <laughs> Thirty seconds of feedback. Yeah, I, I think that was fashion.
3: scary and effective, but I wish they hadn't done it because, like, after like the second time here, you're like, oh, okay, I get the scary yeah, I get thing. Like, I don't need to hear this kid <laughs> crying anymore. It's kind of gross. And
1: yeah. well, if and you not, feel, if it makes you feel better, I think it's just an adult with a vocal. I'm. <laughs> I i do not think it's really a kid that's kid no. <laughs> And they didn't really kill anyone on that making of that song. I'm pretty sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well. So Tom Araya wrote the lyrics for that, which is different for Slayer. Usually, he doesn't write lyrics, but he yeah. wrote that. He's got song. credits
1: for four, or five on this album. Actually, oh yeah.
3: wow, interesting.
1: They should let oh, him well. write more lyrics because this is their best album. I <laughs> yeah. think War Ensemble and Dead Skin Mask are the most like quintessential uh, Slayer on the album. You know, it, for the the creepy riffs and mm-hmm. the, the pure brutality of War Ensemble. Yeah. Yeah. God War Ensemble is so good. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez I was saying. My, I don't know. Oh wait, he's got lyrics. He's lyrics. Uh, writing credits on that for lyrics too.
0: Oh, he does. Ensemble. Yeah, and Yeah. He's got That's one of the, of the most
1: in. brutal songs. Like it fits so perfectly with what this the music and the lyrics. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So yeah. good. Yeah. It might, I don't know. It might be their best song. I mean, I. It I, might be. I I love um, uh, Silent Scream, love that song. Um,
3: Raining Blood uh, is fucking fantastic.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> War Ensemble might be the best song. Just it's just so complete. It also, it, 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 yeah, it encapsulates like everything about Slayer. Yeah. Too. Like, it's got it's speed, got
3: the, it's got heavy, it's got a yeah, like, yeah. proper guitar. The solo, lyrics which is shocking. Yeah, good yeah. lyrics, <laughs> good screaming. Like, but not the high pitch scream, but a good.
0: You know, oh yeah, yeah, I was gonna bring yeah. that up. This is the first album where he doesn't do the actual high pitched screaming too, which
3: is so good. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we were like, I remember, I remember listening <laughs> this going, "Yes, finally, yes. An al- a full Slayer album where he's not doing the." Ah. Uh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah,
2: yeah. What's yeah. different about this is the album cover too. I think like the album cover art is so much better. Albums like this one was a, like a much more legit cover for the band.
3: Yeah, and there's no logo.
2: No,
0: oh, that's I'm just a creepy song, yeah. skull
3: with skulls coming out of its mouth.
0: <laughs> a skull with hair. It's like <laughs> it's like a balding old man.
1: We got that. That Shadow Mercy album cover is uh, right up there with this. <laughs> oh yeah, God,
0: it's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the freaking sword. And... I've got that toy. Like, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, you got the, the action figure.
1: Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I, I should forget have what they. One. I forget what his name is. I think
0: he's oh, like, he has a name. I think so. Yeah, he Gosh. should. You know, nobody. Nobody knows that. Like no, everyone knows Eddie and.
1: There's um, a guy from medeo too. Remember we talked about him. Had a name.
0: Oh, what was? It was it? a
1: terrible name. It was name. like Nigel. Or something. It was <laughs> horrible. I couldn't believe Wasn't it.
0: Murray. It was Murray. It's Murray. Yes,
1: it's right. It's <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's Santa.
3: Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> Play your Christmas
0: card. Season's greetings in the episode.
3: That's awesome.
0: I think we have a a, a podcast title episode. Yeah. Episode title.
3: There you go. You just (laughs) named the episode.
0: And that's the show pick.
3: So this is my favorite album in 1990. And uh, Yeah? Yeah. I think it's because I was so happy that it was as good as it was. And that's what I remember when it came out. I was like, I'm so glad this is this good. Because yeah. it's probably like, technically it's not as good as Rust in Peace, but I I think I still like it better just because it's yeah. like, it's their best album. It was like, man, that fucking Slayer album is so good. And it's held up and it's like, it's, yeah. just, it's just so good.
0: It's It's my number two right behind Cowboys from Hell and I would, I had a hard time with that. I might even say this is a little bit better than Cowboys from Hell, but it's just complete. Um, it's just a solid album. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it better than Rust in Peace a little bit. Rust in Peace is three for me, so yeah. or no, it was four. I think. <laughs> I think it's two for Jeez. me. Anyway,
1: you guys
2: blew it on that. Did you guys go see them. Uh, I saw them in Clash of the Titans, the tour for this, and they were yeah. phenomenal. Oh yeah, Just awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah. We did. Yeah, we saw them at Clash of the Titans. We saw them uh, in '94 with uh, Machine Head and Biohazard.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I saw them at Painter's Mill. With Exodus and Testament on this, oh uh, on wow! This tour. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it was funny because Testament played like at this point, you know, Souls of Black was out, and Ugh. and they had a couple of ballads they could have played, but they played. All their fastest stuff, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> it was like, like start with like over the wall and like. Yeah. The same. We're gonna throw shit at them if they do, played a ballad of the nah, like they just were like, let's play all of our fast songs. Let's play into the pit. Let's play over the wall. Let's play. Uh, well, like, I think
2: something like that happened too. Like, because and Chains opened Clash of the Titans, and I think in some places they got stuff thrown at him or booed or yeah, they did know, whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. they did. Yeah, we talked about that on our, our one of our episodes. Well, I guess it's the and Chains episode, and I think Joe, you had said something about how like lane staley would jump in the crowd and like punch people and shit or maybe i read that somewhere i think it was um one of the other band members and in, in like megadeth like dave ellis or something was like i really gained respect for <laughs> lane staley because he didn't take shit from anybody and he got some like fans booing him and throwing shit at him and he like jumped up in the guy's face like at the show yeah so yeah, yeah. uh let's see what else i have on this album
3: it's the last album with dave lombardo until he came back later on. But this is the last one. Uh,
0: that's right. Yeah. And Joe, you actually, you, you had mentioned something in a, a text conversation. Yeah. To you, about. you can
1: tell when you listen to the next album, like it, it's not just the production that's different. I think um, the drums sound better. First of all, With yeah. Paul Bostaff. Um, yeah. And then, but we were, when we were, I, I noticed when I started recording, the song we were going to cover for this "Skeletons of Society" that the the tempo was not even close to no. anything on a metronome. <laughs> no, it's so not. Um, I it's think the that <laughs> Lombardo just kind of went with his own quick track in his head, and Bo staff is so much more technical. Yes, that there's a total like not just the production being a little better on the next album. You can just tell that the the, the rhythm is is probably where it's supposed to be, but I don't know. Maybe that doesn't work as well for Slayer. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of takes away a little bit of their their edge in a way. Yeah, that's sort of. It shouldn't, manic. but it. I think I think it does.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, Rick Rubin does doesn't like-, like bands to use click tracks, apparently. So,
1: you know, yeah, it's <laughs> just kind of like raw in the studio, right?
3: Yeah, like I know when Metallica were doing Death Magnetic, um, he was telling them, "Let's just let's not use a click right You guys just play." And Lars was like. Metallica don't do that. They don't, you know, we always use a click. (laughs) And uh, I don't think they stuck to that. (laughs) I can't imagine Lars sticking with, you know, a proper tempo. So,
0: right.
1: uh, No, there's obvious examples on that album where the tempo changes. Yeah.
0: Who's the, I can't, I'm looking this up right now. The The producer for Divine Intervention. It just says.
1: Toby Wright. Is it? Whoever Toby Wright is.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, producer engineer mixing. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: He, um, he did Alice Chains. Alice Chains, the third album, An Unplugged. Oh, okay,
0: okay. Did Biohazard.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm just curious because I mean... Fishbone, you know.
1: Jerry Cantrell, Boggy
0: Depot,
1: Follow the okay. Leader by Korn. He's got some yeah, wow. good credits. Okay. I
3: never heard of him until just now. No, maybe No, that's weird. Usually we're pretty much up on these names, but Yeah. Huh. It's weird. Maybe because it's
0: after the nineties, like he's a later nineties guy it some point. Probably. Like. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's crazy. Diviner Dimension's
1: really good and all, but that album cover is not even close to as good.
3: No. They're very hit or miss Slayer on their album
0: covers. Yeah. <laughs> well later they just kinda it seems like they just gave up. Like <laughs> Yeah the most recent ones are like just giant Slayer logo a lot of blood <laughs> right, <whatever>. yeah,
3: right. <laughs> red logo lots of blood that's yeah whatever
1: <laughs> undisputed attitude that's stupid
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's... the album cover or the album itself <laughs> the album cover yeah,
1: Diabolus yeah. and Musica that's just like ooh, oh I, I hate it. that album cover
0: it's, oh it's, it's terrible yeah oh
1: yeah. it's You're not a kind of pinhead yeah it's, yeah, it's God weird. hates us all. Wait, that's not the album cover. Oh, that's the other album cover.
0: God hates us all is a good album cover.
1: Yeah, it's well. There's there's the uh, actual, I guess, original album cover, which was a uh, Bible with blood all over it, Slayer written on uh, it. Right?
0: Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm thinking of the like the white with
1: the yeah the crosses,
0: the crosses. Yeah, that's
1: right. the one that we remember. <clears throat> with, yeah. And you know, you know when that album came out, right? Oh yeah, September oh, yeah. 11th, 2001. Yeah. Yep. I bought it that day. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: <laughs> like, did it. Eerie.
1: I was like,
3: well, I got to buy the Slayer album. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, Christ Illusion is a horrible album cover. Yep. World Painted Blood is boring. Just yeah. a Slayer.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so what like, like, yeah. eh. Repentless,
1: that's, I guess, a Jesus.
0: Yeah. Cover.
1: All right. There's our review. My reviews.
0: I liked World Painted <laughs> Blood. That was a good album, too. Yes,
1: it was. I was purely talking about the covers. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I know.
1: <laughs> Terry Date
0: produced the last album.
3: I didn't. No. Know that. I forgot about that. Well, I might have to listen now just for that.
0: Repentless is that the album? I don't yeah. Rec- yeah.
3: recall it sounding like a Terry Date production, though. Oh, really? Yeah. It's. It sounds good. It just didn't. It doesn't sound like that typical, you know, like that Pantera sound or whatever.
0: Right. Yeah.
3: It was okay. Yeah, I guess I have that, to would be, that, that would, that would album be weird, again. though. It would be very strange. Yeah.
0: God, that album came out in 2015. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Seems like it was so much more recent.
1: I know.
3: I guess that's what it is.
0: We're going off the the deep end here. (laughs) We've been
1: distracted since the end of 2016 with other things. Yeah.
0: True. So, what else do we have on on this album? Anything? Are we ready to grade?
1: Doing great. Uh, Well, are there any other tracks we want to talk about? Sure. 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 Let
3: me go. Dig up the album, real quick. We could just look at the computer.
0: I could do that. Well, we've been <laughs> we've been talking about the fact that we're we're covering this skeletons of society. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, it does have that weird time change thing. <laughs>
3: yeah, which was, <laughs> oh, was, was just the, got uh, like an extra beat in it. It's yeah. weird. Society.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of weird the way it comes in. Like yeah.
3: it, it took me a while to get yeah. my head around that one. Yeah, it's like
1: what? And this <laughs> album, some of the lyrics they get like uh, they get political,
4: mm-hmm.
1: like they didn't really before. Like you know, uh, out looking outward, not not just talking about all Satan. death and dying and
0: <laughs> Satan, yeah.
1: Um, and expendable youth is about gang warfare, War, which is yeah. mm-hmm. different for them um although they're an LA band, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it, during sense. that whole time gang violence was still a huge problem in <sighs> Yeah. <LA>. How <Yeah. coughs> point as well, right? That's just a more a mess of gang, but yeah. The, but the, the lyrics overall they 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 definitely looked at more dif- more um a more diverse Yeah, it's more topical. It wasn't just like uh yeah, was they, they had to kind of change, though. Oh, yeah. Dead Skin Mask is about Ed Gein.
3: Ed Gein, yeah.
1: Which is the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it sounds right. Just says a serial killer infamous for skinning human corpses. Oh. One of those. <laughs> yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on it.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, you were talking about the uh, fake kid voice at the end. Mm-hmm. And he's at the beginning, too, Right. No, there's what is it at the beginning. What does he do? Oh, oh, I know what I was gonna say. He, uh, he talks these this part.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: And then when he says "I keep you forever" on the album, it's fine. But when you listen to the decade the of aggression version. version, yeah, that's so much better. So, much, so better. much better.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep you forever. Yeah. Can
1: yeah. you can you pull that up?
0: Yeah.
3: We can he, you compare. He to? did that with mandatory suicide as well. Yeah, that's right. It's so much better live. It's like a thousand <laughs> times better live. I
4: live here all
0: Watching it on YouTube, Carrie King's to Live Today.
4: Oh
0: yeah. I
3: I'll keep you It's awesome. The album is
1: not nearly as good. No. <laughs> Stay Although and I it's kind of cool that they just change it for a live one. Yeah, true. Uh, and I like when he—you can hear his California accent come through. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> he sounds almost surfer dude at, at times. Yeah, yeah, it's funny.
3: Hang down, baby.
0: <laughs> Skeletons of society—the lyrics to that—it's is it war? It's war-related too, isn't it? I feel like
1: let me look him up. Oh, that's like post-apocalypse.
0: Type. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, sorry.
1: And that's uh,
3: Slayer's "Eye of the Beholder,"
0: and then that's right. That's right.
1: But what it's, these these are some of their best lyrics, I think, too. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, I've always liked those lyrics. Hear the prophet make his guess. The paradise lies to the west. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Join his quest for the sun. Yeah, like that's that's beyond your typical Slayer lyric.
3: Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, that's actually, that's, that's yeah. pretty good.
0: <laughs> that was, that was Carrie King, so. That's good.
1: What'd you say about a, a Wolf and Man, Joe? We were texting about this. The beginning, when I was flirting, it, I kept wanting to go into Wolf, Wolf and Man.
0: <laughs> oh, because that's, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just that, that, yeah. uh, that, yeah, right. E. Or and e the this, uh, the
1: chords are are a lot of the same chords. It's, the, it's a B and an A sharp and an E.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Which is it's the same three chords in a of man, but two of them are in different order.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> then there's
1: the eye of the beholder thing. Mm-hmm.
3: And it's.
4: Hey, These guys are copying each other.
0: Yep. Let's see how close it is. A little bit. I mean, it's. It's similar. Similar. Then it changes, but yeah.
3: Man, that album sounds so weird next to the Slayer album. I know. (laughs) It's like, whoa. Slater album all like warm sounding and has like a nice reverb and the talk is like dry as
1: a bone. That album sounds like yeah. the dentist office. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking sterile. You, know you can yeah. almost smell the antiseptic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's
3: crazy. So we Born to Fire, you, you yeah. already,
1: we already said it's, it, it's weakest on the album for sure. Yeah, for sure. Which one? It doesn't bother me. I don't skip it or anything. Born of fire. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. it stands out. You're like, whoa, that's that doesn't really fit. It's yeah. like the one that where they go back to their
3: Satan, yeah. stuff. Yeah, it? yeah. It, it, even lyrically, it's like, man, alive. <laughs> what happened on this one? Yeah, <laughs> it has the cheesy like monster voice. The yeah. born, born of, of fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's, what's happening right now?
2: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> well, and then seasons in the abyss which we, we talked about a little bit, but I should play a little bit of it, especially it's the great. solos. Cause, great song. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That song, I think, is like, um, Go ahead. I mean, it's such like a majestic song for Solaire, I mean, mm-hmm. this song, like, you know, the whole, the whole, like, uh, it just seems like it's so, um, bigger than like a lot of the like certainly the rest of the album but i think they've made before and like this song is just so it's, it's just epic i think like an epic song for slayer yeah the, right. video, yeah the video is yeah, perfect like, there's their like
3: stairway a- to heaven
2: yeah <laughs> well i mean it's for them you, you know? and you put put this song on like in full volume you could not like be, be also you know just awestruck by it it's just mm-hmm. so yeah. tense the beginning of it and then when he kicks in
1: oh. yeah it's so good yeah, it's. I don't think it's the first time they did it, but the, it's got clean guitar, mm-hmm. which is very weird for them. Like right spill here. the blood. It reminds it reminds yeah. me of spill the blood.
0: Yeah. It has a gong. Gong. Yeah.
3: A gong.
1: <laughs> Some bass. South of Heaven Lombardo would have ruined that part. <laughs> It'd have been non-stop solo drum fills.
0: I can't play the whole song. I do want to play some of the solos though. Let's try to find some of those.
1: This is fine too. The drums. <laughs> Do you know who's playing this part?
0: I think this is Hanuman. Okay, because he's better. I could watch the video if I know. Pretty sure that's Hanuman. Alright, well should we grade this one? Sure. I mean it's pretty obvious for A-plus. me. A. Yeah, this is a a easy. plus for me A
3: plus plus plus. Yeah,
0: <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, that was easy. Yeah, that's an, that's a, that's an a plus. <laughs> it's a no brainer. Yeah. This was. Hey,
2: did you guys ever get the sense? Did you, if you listen to um, like just the majesty of going back to Caesar's the best one. uh when Chaos AD came out, the, the Sepultura, I mm-hmm. thought the song Territory, like, like I love it, awesome song, but I really thought they were trying to get that same vibe of this song of um. Mm-hmm. You know, of seasons in the abyss. On that same producer, isn't it? It's the same producer, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just to me, it sounded like very similar. They're trying to get that kind of a majesty of the song.
0: They're almost there too. Great album. Could could have been a producer thing. Could have been. Hey, think of seasons in the abyss. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, you know, channel that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He did a lot of their stuff, didn't he? Wallace. Andy Wallace. Didn't he do a lot of uh, subculture albums? I. I'm not sure, because Ross Robinson did Roots.
0: Oh, did he? Okay.
3: Yeah, and then the guy that does all the death metal stuff did Arise. Oh, he did? Yeah. Um, Who's that? uh, Burns? Yeah, Burns. Oh, okay. Okay. guy that does all the Florida death
1: metal bands. Uh, Randy Burns? It doesn't really sound like... (laughs) One of those Burns. (laughs) (laughs) There's Terry and Randy, I think, right? No, that's Terry Date. There's definitely
3: Randy, and there's... There's the guy that did the... We, he sells albums.
0: We've talked about Randy Burns a lot. Randy Burns comes up
3: all the time, so I know. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: probably him. Yeah. A Sepultura. Producer. Scott Burns. Scott.
1: Scott God. They're, not e- they're not even related. No. <laughs> not related. <That's laughs> At all. <laughs> so I guess Andy Wallace didn't do a lot of Sepultura albums.
3: Yeah, I didn't I didn't think he did. But he maybe should have. Maybe.
1: They also should have been better on more of their albums. After, <laughs> yeah, after, after Roots, after KSAD.
0: Oh, you don't like Roots? I thought Roots was <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> the
3: new one is I quite goodness. good, though. I will say that.
0: Yeah, the new one actually is good. Yeah, even though there's like one original band member left. But.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, there's two: Paulo and Andreas. Oh, that's right, Paulo, yeah. Paulo, Paulo.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> we should wrap this one up.
3: That one came out in 2020, so we'll talk about it in what 2050.
0: <laughs> it can be part of our uh, year in review. Yeah, I'm gonna be fucking dead by then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, we should wrap up uh, again. Somewhere in is where you find all our stuff. Um, you know, we've we've been updating a little bit, um, but you know, I'll, we're pretty active on Facebook. Um, hit us up on on there if you want to chat. If you have any suggestions, any comments we're always uh, always willing to take criticism
3: feedback yeah we need we don't get much feedback it's weird yeah we get you know a it's fair weird. amount of downloads but like <laughs> I never know if anybody likes it <laughs> it's like right anybody <laughs> like this or are they just <laughs> like <laughs>
0: just down- look just download it it's fine
3: yeah I mean, maybe they subscribe <laughs> and it gets downloaded automatically that's, that's fine but I don't know
0: <laughs> yeah, we need feedback, people. I mean, come on,
3: you can say we suck or whatever. I don't care. Just like <laughs> you guys should do more of this, or whatever. It'd be cool to yeah. find out. It's, uh, yeah. So
0: anyway, um, that's it, Greg. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. It yeah. was some cool, cool insight on some of this album, on some of the albums, um, stuff I didn't know for sure. So, yeah. So um, appreciate that. That was awesome. Um, we'll have you back on anytime.
1: Cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, oh, and we have a YouTube something or other too, don't
0: we? Yes, you can get to our YouTube from our, our website or just go to YouTube and search for Somewhere Time Podcast. We're yeah. trying to get more subscribers because if we get 100 subscribers, we can have a custom URL, which yeah. would be very nice. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. So, anyway, all right, cool. I'm going to play some outro music. All right,
1: cool. You should just play some more Slayer <laughs>
0: energy, energy, aggression
1: power to sum it up it's a mm-hmm. vulgar display of
3: power we say things to people that mean something
2: i mean in our own
3: little way uh, ricky
4: quick will you try to take my poem? <laughs> <laughs> the human element of making music is what's most important singing into a microphone and learning to play an instrument that's the most important thing